Hello. Oh, this Hi. is so exciting. I know. I can't believe this. <laughs> um, it's something that we've talked it's about. It's like it's for... been so long. I know. Like, yeah. We've been talking about doing this for well over a year. Yeah, because it was Queen's Radio. We were like, we have to do a radio show on Queen's or like a podcast. And like we finished in March. Happened. <laughs> <laughs> it's happening. I know. Literally, what was going on then? Like, it's actually mad to think that we got through all of that. Yeah. Like, we did a master's during a pandemic. <laughs> yeah. And numerous strikes. Like, what do you, I, oh, if I'd have saw that, you're coming. <laughs> I know. Like, <laughs> could you have actually picked a worse year to yeah. do any kind of degree or course? Or you anything? have seen, if you could have said in like August, oh, this is what's going to happen this year. I just would have been like, no, I'm not doing it. I'll leave it. I'll leave it a year. I'll do it next year. But then that wouldn't have gone well. I would have been like, no thanks. But then at the same time, yeah. it wouldn't have been any better doing it this year. It would we have been worse. Like, at, you least. Know, at least we had that face-to-face teaching. Yeah, which was good. But yes, welcome to our podcast. Eek. This is welcome to the Trailblazers podcast with Neve and Chant. <laughs> hello welcome hi <laughs> welcome um so what are we going to kick off with shan what do you want to start with or will i get the ball rolling um, or you get the ball rolling i think you sort of know more of what's going on than me i'm sort of like ah. right okay <laughs> well i think pretty much the biggest thing that happened this week was the inauguration of joe biden yes 100 and it was just so iconic and like every kind of way possible yeah. like the fashion oh my word the celebrities the music everything about it was the just bernie like, sanders meme oh that has been everywhere like i even saw someone knitted a mini bernie sanders yes <laughs> i was just gonna so say impressive. that like oh my god <laughs> I like somebody fully sat down and just was doing that flat out. Like I love that so much. I actually want one. Like I almost just really? want one to put in my room. Or something. Yeah, just like elf, elf just... on the shelf, Bernie on the shelf. Like this is a new thing. Yeah, it's so cute. It's like, do you know, like the it's like almost like one of those wee like tea cozy things that like people would have had in their houses. You know, like, uh, do you remember those innocent bottles? They had the wee like caps on them. You just put a wee cap yes. on his head from the innocent bottle. <laughs> I want a wee Bernie Sanders tea cozy for our teapot yeah. in the house and just have Bernie like sitting waiting patiently with his hands on. for the tea. Oh my goodness. That is so iconic. And his wee I know, did you see that his mittens are like made by some I don't know, it's like made from like sustainable wool and like the proceeds go to Charlie. Oh, of course they are. Yeah, I know. It's like it's by some woman, like some independent woman. She's like, I don't know, like a full-time teacher or something, but she does this in her spare time. Then did you also see what Bernie has now done on his website? No, I haven't seen. <laughs> so in true Bernie form. I know I said true Bernie form. I don't really know much about his background, but I just know that he's an yeah. icon. Like, um... He basically has come out with like a grey sweatshirt with that meme oh, no. on the front of him, like with the arms crossing on and the proceeds go to again Charlie. Oh, which is unreal. That's so good. I just want all the Bernie president. That man needed to be the president. I know he just seems so humble or yeah. something. Like he just came in as we anorak and everybody was like out in the full like do you see Michelle? Oh like, my goodness. Oh, Have my you goodness. seen this photo where it's like Michelle, um, Jill Biden, and um, Kamala Harris, and then it's like the Jonas Brothers, and they're literally in the same yes. outfits. 
or I also seen you know like the the live news coverage I seen uh, it was on TikTok and somebody was like did this actually just happen basically Michelle Obama got out of this big SUV and the commentator of this male was like oh and here we have Michelle Obama like looking so fine whatever um what did he say like you know it's very hard to like tell who is who's who with masks and stuff now obviously and he kept going on about Michelle and then he like later on he followed up with oh yes and then that's the former president Barack Obama with her like he was <laughs> he with was her like one. she was yeah yeah I love that I saw someone um, oh my God, it was class. I mean it was like this is Michelle Obama and her husband <laughs> I was like yes I love that literally <laughs> literally and then I was thinking as well about like you've been to America before and I've been to America before but I was thinking just about when do you think it will be like okay to go again yeah. like, not in the state of like travel being allowed but I just mean of them getting their stuff together yeah like. and because I was thinking about this like obviously in the UK we're quite far on with the vaccine like we're sort of in the mindset yeah. that like oh things will be back to normal by maybe the summer like we'll pretty much be able to resume with things but all being well. yeah like it's not going to be the same in every country so there's going to be different restrictions for like everywhere yeah, you go yeah. I know I feel like it won't be for another few years because of how many people like how big the country is like that country is literally far too big to be a country yeah. because the people on the west coast have completely different views to people on the east yeah. coast like it really the divide is massive. like they're as far away from yeah, each other as we are from them which is insane yeah that is nuts and also like they just live completely different lives like if you're on the west coast like it's sunnier like you're maybe like the culture is completely different you're maybe into more like your fitness and like your healthy yeah eating. whereas on the east coast it's like very much fast paced and like everybody's like into business and it's like really really cold in the winter do you know yeah. what I mean like just they completely live separate lives yeah like we think like we're different from people who live like down south Compared to like yeah. what is like going on in America, it's completely different scale. Genuinely, and like there's states that are bigger than our entire yeah. country. It's terrifying. Which is like nuts. I can't even comprehend that. It like, really is. I can't even imagine the the fact that even we can drive half an hour, drive twenty minutes half an hour, and we're at the sea. Whereas if you live in like middle America, you're nowhere near the yeah. sea. Same with like the middle of England as well. Like if you live bang in the middle, like you're driving for hours to even see a bit of water that isn't like yeah. a lake or something. I couldn't deal with that. Like I need to just hop my car, drive an hour and go to the port and just clear yeah, my head. Yeah, just like, being able to go right there. I couldn't cope. Yeah, definitely. Um, So if you were to go, like if things were to like calm down, like say overnight or like very, very soon, where would you go first? I'd love to do West Coast. Like I've done quite a lot of the East Coast. Um like New York, Washington, Philadelphia, all that. Um, but I, I love to do West Coast. That was my plan for when I finished the Masters. I was thinking, oh, in September, I'm yeah. going to go do like a bit of a, like a West Coast road trip. And then obviously <laughs> that was not in the, on the cards this year. But um, yeah, I'd love to do that. I know the West Coast is incredible. Um, for those of you who don't know, my brothers wind me up about this all the time, but I've been to America twice, but the second time I went, I lived there for three months and I lived in San Francisco for two months and then the last month I traveled. So um, whenever we were traveling, we 
like we're in San Francisco so we went to Yosemite for a couple of days which is just like nuts like there's no comprehending how really? cool that thing is also I don't know if you know this but you know the way you have a North Face jacket yeah. right you know like the logo of yeah. it it is like that logo is like a mountain or this big mount in Yosemite. Oh, okay. So there's like this big massive thing, yeah. And somebody was like, oh yeah, that's like the North Face thing. I'm pretty sure it was North Face, yeah, because there's like three wee humps on it. That's so yeah, weird. You should look it up. I don't know what it's called. I know. I just like weird. Yeah, like you don't even think these things are all like, they just exist. Like we don't even imagine like the inspiration or where they came from, but there's so much thought that goes into all this stuff that you don't even see. No, completely. I'll never forget when we landed there. Like you go through these gates and all, you have to obviously pay a fee. But like it is huge because whenever we went in and we got a map and all, we were just asking for advice. Like, oh, where should we go? Like we're here for this long. This is where we're staying, and we were staying on like the other side of Yosemite, okay. which is like a ski a ski resort, which is mad because it was like yeah. hot in the middle of the summer. But then this place was a ski resort. I think it was called like Mammoth Mountains or something, something Mammoth anyway. And we landed it anyway, and this wee man was chatting us through, got us a map and all was drawn where we should go, and a lot of it's one way, and like you could be driving for hours, but he was like, oh, it's eight hours round trip to get what? there, and we were like, hold on a minute here, it's going to take us eight hours to drive through Yosemite to get to where we're staying, but he was like round trip, so like four hours okay, in, four yeah. hours out. That's but insane. We all looked at each other like, what? Like, we were like, it's going to take us eight hours to get to where we're staying. What? But it was like round trip. We're like, okay. Definitely driving from like San Francisco down the coast is insane. Yeah. Like, it's actually nuts. Like, hitting um, like Palm Beach and all those places on the way down to LA and then going down to San Diego. Highly, highly. Oh, I would love to. And they're quite good roads and all as well. Like, they're quite easy driven aren't they yeah and the thing about america is i seen tiktok about it the other day and i was like that makes so much sense there's like virtually no roundabouts yeah because they don't have roundabouts in america like this is a thing it's so (laughs) rare to come across roundabouts i seen something that was like there's about seven now don't quote me on this but something that said there's like seven thousand roundabouts in like America or no maybe that's too little but then they compared it to how many roundabouts is in like the UK and they were like we're so much smaller but have like this many more roundabouts Um, there was only like the only one I ever saw actually was one near I lived like I lived in Berkeley which is like the like American college like it's the campus of University of California and there was just one up at the top of a hill which was like Almost, it could have almost been a crossroads, yeah. but they just stuck around about in the middle of it. That was the only one I ever seen. So in the, my three months there, which is mad. I know. Like Crazy. we literally like, <laughs> there's like three roundabouts within about four miles of my house. Mm-hmm. Yeah, me too. There's like one at the bottom of my road, and there's a big one on your way into the town. I just feel like we just throw them in. Just for yeah, the <laughs> just make the roads a bit more exciting. <laughs> Yeah, town planners must just love roundabouts. Yeah. Like, here, we'll spice this up a wee bit. Um, but no, I think I'd really want to go to Seattle, first of all. Okay. Mainly because of Grey's Anatomy. Okay, fair. Because Grey's Anatomy is set in Seattle and, like, they just have, like, all these really nice, like, city shots of, like, you know, the big, like, spire yeah. thing. It looks like a spaceship in the sky. What's it called? I can't remember what it's called. But the needle, is it? I'm not yeah, sure. No. Yeah. Um, I just really want to go there and like it there's like water and stuff there too like there's docks so yeah yeah it's very like 
Sydney-esque in sort of terms yes. of like and Chicago as well I want to go stand underneath you the big, the big silver bean, bean like the big what is it? have you ever seen that? it's like it's like a big silver this big massive like um, like sculpture thing but it's like silver and it's like reflective so it's like oh. a big bean okay, so you can go and like stand underneath it and like take photos I've probably seen pictures of it but haven't really like realised what it was have, yeah like whenever we were planning where we were going to travel one of our friends really wanted to go there I was like look are you just going to see that or like do you actually want to see the city and she was like fair enough I'm yeah. just going to see that and I was like right I don't think there's much <laughs> point spending $200 to fly there <laughs> just to, to see that one thing <laughs> Sort of in terms of travel, like I feel like this year's really uh, made me want to see a lot more of Ireland. Like my sort of main thing that I want to do post lockdown and all that is just like a massive Irish road trip. I just want to get like a hire a camper van and just take a trip down like the west coast of Ireland and just see everything that's like right outside our door. Yeah, I know. Literally just do a fa- France travel. Yeah. Just like follow just her Instagram location. Yeah. Just see all her pictures and be like, this is where we're going next. Literally. But I actually seen somebody put this up over the weekend, um, an Instagram account I follow. And they ha- it was like a road trip made out, but it was literally like of the entire coast of Ireland. Okay. So like you started in the north and then you went Donegal. And like the whole way round, right the way oh. up again, like to like Antrim, Belfast, and then like it looked mad. Yeah, oh, it sounds amazing. <laughs> like I, like yeah. I didn't really realize how like I never appreciated Ireland so much. I was just like, oh, it's just like rain and green, but there's literally so much. And then even when you watch movies and stuff nowadays, like leap year, like the amount of like locations in it, and you're like, oh my word, that's like hours away from my house i think the funny thing about living in ireland even specifically northern ireland we're always like oh my god who would want to live here hate it here so much rain so much yeah sense. but there's a meme there's a meme as well but like see once you leave it's just like oh i love ireland ireland is so green it's so beautiful it's like my mother is a pint of yeah. Guinness. my father is a leprechaun like you ever see that yeah. meme? <laughs> It's like everybody's Irish. <laughs> that was literally me. That was literally me. Oh, I can't stand that. See, and people are like, oh my God, like my grandmother like once visited Ireland. So I'm like half Irish. You're like, okay. Like, Sorry. Can you just take like 10 steps back and just walk the opposite yeah. direction because I have nothing to do with you. I remember one time I was in Madrid with my friends and we were literally just walking about this, um, like the study centre and it was like really late at night so there's nobody about but these two Canadians came up to us and they just started chatting or whatever and they were like, oh my God, there's a really bad Canadian accent but you guys are from Ireland and then one of them was like, my mom's from Ireland and I was like, oh great, whereabouts is she from? And he was like, I don't know. I was like, oh, so she's not yeah. there. She's just, <laughs> you're just lying to my face. Like, like <laughs> surely you would know where your mom from like no literally like can you imagine i was like oh yeah my daddy is from like south africa and they're like oh what part like, so, don't don't know. Know. like never really asked him. Like, okay. um i remember we were in santorini like you think santorini and you're like oh the absolute dream place like i had it on my tumblr when i was like 12 years old and i was like that's the place i want to go like i'm dying to go there it's such a dream it's nowhere else like in the world we went and um so this was like our last stop and we were Greek island hopping and um, 
the whole time people were like, do you ever find when you go abroad, people never are able to tell where you're from? Like, they're like, are you English? Are you American? Yeah. Are you this? Are you that? And we were like, oh my goodness. Um, yeah. So we went through, like loads of people asked us where we were from. No one was, no was able to like guess. They were all guessing all these random places. And then finally in Santorini, we went into this shop and the shop owner was like, are you guys from Northern Ireland? And we were like, our faces just dropped. We were like, you're the first person who's been able to tell that. And he goes, oh, I would love to go there. And I was like, you live in Santorini. Like, why do you want to go to Northern Ireland? What? But he was like, that's, that's like oh my, my dream God. place to go. I couldn't believe it. <laughs> Sorry, what like kind of promotional photos or was he yeah. saying? Like it was clearly very heavily photoshopped. Tourism Northern Ireland are clearly doing a good job. Clearly they were just playing like the Giants Causeway on a, like the one good day of the year we get on yeah. in Santorini or something. Like... I'll never like I mean I will literally never forget this so in October past there me and Andrew we went to the Iron Islands like I'd been before just as a day trip with my family but I had seen on Instagram that they had like these wee glamping spots I was like yeah I'll take a bit of that so it was just after we finished our dissertation I was like I deserve the world right now like after this year um, booked in there literally so got off the ferry and all and stayed overnight and then next day we left our bags over and there was like two different like places where you could rent bikes so we just went to the one that was like on our way past so we went up to the wee um cabin we're like oh can we rent two bikes please and this boy was from new zealand right and i'm not joking he was like hey guys hi whatever and we're like hello and i literally said hello how you doing and he was like so are you from Derry or tyrone what that is so impressive what no it gets better it gets better right so he was like you from Derry or tyrone and i was like uh, well, I'm from Tyrone, he's from Derry, and he was like, all oh, right, right, right. Um, Yeah, I used to mix cement in Cull Island, which is literally like 10 mi- less than 10 oh miles away from me. And I was like, sorry, <laughs> what? He's like, yeah, I used to mix cement for some guy in Cull Island. And he told me his name, I don't know him. Like, And I was like, oh, right, okay, Like that's very random. Like, I'm from Cookstown. And he was like, oh, Cookstown, there's nothing really there. And I was like... What do you mean? What do you mean there's nothing in Cookstown? I was like, it's better than Dungannon and he was like, Oh, I don't really know about that now. And I was like I mean, still to this day I am bamboozled. I even told my friend and she was like Yeah Like how do you go from living in New Zealand to mixing cement in in Ireland? Like I don't know. I really don't know. Yeah, the world's a crazy place. (laughs) And he was on the Aran Islands where like like I'd say there's about 100 people live there I think I read that time like on the, the coast of Galway so was he living like, there? He was on a remote island he must have been living there because he was working there like really early in the morning okay so, I don't know I just find people from New Zealand are pure like wanderers though like they just run yeah. like, end up anyway yeah they just hop in their vans and go so Shan have you watched Bridget? yes oh literally binge watched it in like three days so good so yeah good literally obsessed i think i watched it maybe the week it came out yeah i was a bit late to it yes because you and rachel were the first two to watch it oh (laughs) yes we were in the group chat yeah oh my gosh but you know what actually kind of like messed with my head a wee bit right so i was watching it and and then i'd seen on instagram i'd seen somewhere that you know the main girl what's her name penelope is it um oh yeah yeah yeah. no it's not i made that up that, I'm not sure. Daphne anyway. or Penelope? Penelope. Daphne. Yeah. Daphne. Daphne. Um, 
her mummy in real life is Sally from Coronation Street. Oh yes, I saw that as well. And then she... But see, once I read that, I couldn't unsee yeah. it. Like, I couldn't un... Like, I was looking at her like, I just saw Sally. Like, I just saw a younger version of Sally. Daphne and the Duke as well. They were in Waterloo Road when they were younger. <laughs> yes, and he was like a teacher. Yeah. So he must be older than he looks. Or maybe he was like a very young teacher on the show. Yeah, I, I think he was quite young in it. Wise. And then Penelope, she's the girl from Derry Girls. Yes, yes, Nicola Collin. She is just a yeah. queen. Like, she is... Do you, do you ever watch Queer Eye? No, I haven't watched it. Oh, my... Shan, you need to watch yeah, Queer Eye. Yeah, I've heard it's amazing. Just, like, iconic. But she is, like, BFFs with Jonathan Van Ness, who's in Queer Eye, and, like, he is just a queen. Like, I mean, I am obsessed with him. Like, he just, like, he's giving people pep talk on Queer Eye, and I feel like he's talking to me. But, like, their friendship is so iconic. Like, I think what happened was she was in Dairy Girls first season, and then he's seen it, and then she was over in, like, New York. And then they literally just, like, went to, like, a Broadway show or something together, and they just hit it off. Oh, my goodness. And now they seem to be, like, Zooming every week. Like, I've seen they were on, like, a Zoom quiz last last night with like other people I didn't recognise and they were both dressed up as like Mary Kate Oslin. Like both of them just happened to like have the same dress up character. But no, um no, I love her. That end and scene, we're not gonna give any spoilers right here, but that end and scene I literally my homie and daddy kept filtering into the room and I was just at the end I was like Yeah like that there and they were like what? I was like you don't know, you haven't watched it all I was, I don't know, I, I sort of like suspected it at one point and then I was like, hmm, maybe not. Maybe I'm like thinking weird about this, but then. Yeah, I know, I know. But we'll have to wait and see because I feel like they could turn around then in the second series and be like, it's just, it's not. Yeah, like, do you know what I mean? They, like, they were like not the person. I don't know. See, I didn't think, I didn't think we were going to find out so soon. I thought it was going to be like Gossip Girl and it was going to be like six seasons and then we would find out. Yeah, I agree with that. Like, that's why I'm a wee bit sus. Like, why did you just give it away yeah. at the end? And then everybody was going mad the other day about how it's been renewed for a second season. And I was kind of like, well, obviously. Yeah, it's, based on like, it's been one of the most watched. Yeah, but like, I kind of thought that that was old news. Like, I was like, well, we're not really expecting that anyway. Like, everybody was sharing it on Facebook and I was like, like Kel Surprise, like I'm not yeah. really <laughs> do you know what I mean? I but... thought it came out of nowhere though. Like I wasn't I didn't like see any adverts or anything for it before it came out. It just kinda like all of a sudden was a big thing. Well see, because I followed Nicola Cullohan, I think that's how you pronounce her name. Like she was putting up Instagram okay. about it all the time. So I was like, God, I really must watch that and just even like the costume looked incredible. And I've even seen like wee clips of like the like the wardrobes and I was like oh my god the dreams yeah. like actually unbelievable but like just everything about it was so on point um yeah just really really high production values like they clearly spent a bomb but then it's made by the executive producer of it's made by Shondaland which is like Shonda they made Grey's Anatomy and stuff so that makes sense to me that there was so much money because yeah, she obviously is so renowned but yeah, um, I think they're already filming at the minute. Am I wrong saying that? I'd say they probably are. Something tells me they are, because I could have swore I heard yesterday on the radio that they had to suspend filming because of, like, COVID, or, like, it's, like, them and Coronation Street decided to just because of what's going on at the minute with, like, the third wave or whatever. But, um, no, I'm really looking forward to seeing how that turns out. It'd be weird to see 
how they do it as well because they finished filming it there last february like the first yeah. season so it'll be interesting to see like will people be spread apart i don't think so i like there's been things filmed and they've done it quite well like have you seen the whole thing where kissing things have been done through like a plastic screen and all that like that would yeah. be so weird i've seen the only real thing i've seen that's been made during lockdown is coronation street but like they're so clearly apart okay. also um the chase have you watched the chase like the news i've seen episodes but i don't know whether it's like old episodes oh my gosh no so it's so funny i think when it first came on we were all laughing at the dinner table because like you know where the contestants sit like the table oh, is so really? much longer now and they're all spread so much apart and then like their names are so much bigger like everything's like yeah. blown up and then whenever you get over to Bradley like and then there's screens as well between the people and then whenever you get over to Bradley like obviously he's a distance away there's not really much change there but like say if you're going off like you didn't win like he will put like his two arms across his body in an X just to say he's giving oh you my goodness <laughs> like what's so no like i mean it's hilarious like he's like this here and like say somebody's really way off he's like that and then he shouts at them he's like this is yeah. giving you a hug by the i way. think it's kind of weird seeing it on tv like the whole them them being affected by the virus because you sort of put it on tv as like this world that's not real so then when there's like real stuff going on you're like what like when you can sort of relate like so exactly to your life you're like we're living in a horror yeah movie, like like, who would have thought this coming? Oh, yeah. And Grey's Anatomy as well. Like, they filmed through, because it's a medical show, like, they filmed through, um, like, they filmed a season. Yeah. Um, and, like, whenever I was watching it, like, I had pure binge the whole thing. Well, really, on and off over this past year. But then whenever I got up to speed, this new season was out. Um, and, like, I just enjoyed it because it was Grey's and it wasn't being made during COVID and it was getting me yeah. through. But there was, like, a lot of backlash because people were saying, like, um it's so depressing and um it's the worst season yet and they're so bored and they wish that it wasn't so heavily dominated on mm-hmm. but i was like they can't just like pretend it's yeah. not happening like it's literally one of the best medical shows ever made um but yeah it's also like for the future as well like maybe watching it at of the course, minute like, can be a bit heavy but once this is all passed people looking back on it it'll yeah. be very good to like see as things are kind of progressing but i think as well like it does follow really interesting storylines like there's one doctor he's like no i'm gonna completely like defeat this i'm gonna find a vaccine and then he gets really sick there's um like the chief of the hospital she just before everything kicked off moved her family or moved her parents like closer to her and then put them in like you know sheltered accommodation where there'd be a care and then she's panicking because she can't go and see them but then what if somebody gives her parents covid like it's very realistic to me like it really does incorporate real world fears so in that way like i applaud them for how well it was written but i do at the same time i do understand what people are saying but like at the end of the day they can't just continue on and yeah like as normal because nothing really is happening as normal but i've never actually watched it oh you have to it's it's so good it's <laughs> so, so good a personality test from the other day so this is the myers-briggs if anyone's ever done it, it's the myers-briggs 16 personalities test and i've genuinely never done like a test like that that's been so accurate it's actually yeah. mad i looked up as well like to see so mine's like i am t 
INTP, or is that it? IN, no, IN. Does yours have a name? You know the way they give you like yeah, a character? Yeah, I'm the mediator. By the way, for anybody listening, if you go on, what's it called? It was like 16 personalities. Yeah. That's what it was called, wasn't it? Um, I'm just getting my email up here because they e- I got them to email me my results. Uh, I'm just going to find mine. Mine is INFJ, I think. No, that's my dad's. <laughs> INFP. INFP. So I looked up um, who's like the best compality compatibility with infp and mine was you oh no way yeah (laughs) i was like i "I had to save it for today to tell you that oh my gosh that is so funny (laughs) as we were saying there me and shan both did the 16 personalities myers briggs test which we highly highly recommend um if anybody does it please get in touch with us and let us know um, what yours was and how accurate you think it was. Shan, do you want to go first and talk about yours? Um, sure. So mine is the INFP. Is that it again? Yeah, INFP-T. So basically it is the acronym for it. It's like introverted, intuitive, feeling and perspecting. These rare personality types tend to be quiet, open-minded and imaginative and they apply caring and creative approach to everything they do. So... I'm just going to skip through like a little bit. It's very, very long, like description. It goes very like in detail. Um, But basically like I did English for my bachelor's and I put up my story just the other day asking people, have you ever done the Myers-Briggs personality test? Like what was your answer? And there was four people who did English at Queens who replied. And then one girl, I don't know what her, I think she does, does like medicine or something, but her she's like big into reading she's always reading books and um we all had the same personality and I was like that is so weird and then you go into it and it's like mediators you may know there's like J.R. Tolkien William Shakespeare um it's like all these different writers William Wordsworth like Why did you say that because I couldn't say that on mine it's like right down at the bottom like it's almost after oh yes, yes. it's like a wee separate bit at the bottom oh my gosh i can't get over the people that are mine but i'll get to that in a minute Go on yeah ahead. yeah it's just like basically saying i'm a writer and i'm like okay i'll take that if it's in my personality so mine is the it's called the protagonist personality so i'm the main character character. Um, (laughs) so it's like enfja or enfjt and there's some kind of difference there but i'm not even going to go into that now um basically what it says is my personality type are natural born leaders full of passion charisma they are often politicians coaches teachers etc so shan i could be the next boris Um, oh oh, here we go (laughs) And then, I, I wouldn't say four. So no, I would say I'm some. Joking. I'm the next, the next Joe Biden, next yes. Barack Obama, the next Kamala, Kamala Harris. Yes. So, um, protagonist, you may know, and I'm going to read all the really good ones that I know here because there's quite the lineup. So, Barack Obama, <laughs> Oprah Winfrey, Ben Affleck, Malala Yousafzai, Sean Connery, Jennifer Lawrence, Maya Angelou, um, oddly Daenerys Targaryen. Like, okay, Game of Thrones. <laughs> yeah, they always have Game of Thrones ones. Um, Elizabeth Bennet, Pride and Prejudice. Haven't read it, but I feel like you'd know. Um, oh, yeah. You should watch the series. I should. Yeah, that's the only ones I know. There's a lot of fictional ones. Like, there's Isabel Crawley from Downton Abbey. Is that Maggie Smith's character? 
I'm not sure. Most things I don't either, but it's like a wee elderly lady, so I just know that she's a queen. But it's actually mad because it explores so many different types of your personality. So first, it gives you an introduction, then your strengths and weaknesses. I felt so seen by that. Like when I started saying about my weaknesses and things I struggle with, I was like, oh my gosh, Um, romantic relationships. I think the strengths and weaknesses is the most like insightful bit. Like it's the bit that really like goes into your personality very deeply. Definitely. Um, even like the romantic bit, I was like, oh my god, this is so accurate. Yeah. It was like basically saying. I haven't read mine in a while fully. I need to go through it. It said that um I don't really want to get it up, but it said um that I like project so much sometimes onto other people when it just like was never reciprocated like I just wanted them to like me but they were just like I really don't have the time kind of thing and I was like oh my gosh that is so accurate but no definitely do anybody listening go on and do the wee quiz it only took me about like two minutes to do yeah it's pretty quick like there is quite a lot of questions but yeah so no highly recommend that so me and andrew binge watched night stalker have you watched it chan no i haven't watched it oh my gosh so for any real true crime fan true crime fans i'm gonna say that properly <laughs> out there um it's really a limited series by netflix there's four episodes so you could really do it in okay one sitting. yeah and it's about a serial killer done in kind of the style like of documentary type and he just really reminds me of like Ted Bundy because it's set in America but what I really liked about this was it followed like there was a lot of character development of like the key investigators like that's really what like the crux of the story was aside from the main like serial killer um storyline if you get me like it really followed in particular this one like detective who started out it just really described his whole life like how yeah. he went to war and like he was completely heartbroken and came back and then joined the police force and he got his girlfriend back and then they got married and had kids and then within a year like he wanted to be a detective and then within a year he was called into like the murder investigations unit and then it just really follows how much of a strain these cases put on his entire family yeah. life um and like he does get very emotional about it and how he was so up and coming and nobody really trusted him like everybody doubted everything he said and it was only really until he met his partner um like the other policeman he worked with um who was notorious for catching people that people actually started believing him and then he was on the news everywhere and people were like hey is this man you know i really like that side of it because it showed how it really okay. per- personally affected him and um yeah i just think it was so well made but i the only reason i really brought it up well i wanted to recommend it but as well but um people were given off well not given off but i read that people were criticizing it because some of it was very over the top like like just very gory really like to the point where it was almost a wee bit unnecessary because it was quite I don't know, like, there was just a lot of stuff where you're like, oh, that's maybe a bit much to show. Do you know oh, what a bit over the toss. Yeah, like, a lot of it was maybe, like, dramatised, but at the same time, they had access to a lot of, like, the documents of the cases, um, like, including photographs, and some of it was like, oh, my goodness, like, it's really intense. But other than that, like... So, is this, like, a true... Yeah. True crime thing? True crime. Oh, okay, right, okay. True crime. 
like I, they just sometimes say maybe would have dramatized things or like included a lot of like blood and stuff and like actual photos of the victims oh um, yeah that's incredible yeah, you couldn't you couldn't see their faces or anything like obviously but yeah it was very intense now but at the same time really really well made and like i would highly highly recommend it okay no I, i've been watching such random things at the moment like i've started watching dawson's creek i really need to get on to that you know yeah it's because i'm working at home at the minute it's like i just stick it on in the background because you don't need to fully like concentrate on it mm-hmm. it's just a bit of drama going on in the background yeah it is good though like it's it's so 90s although i was watching an episode and he he called himself a simp i was like has a simp been a thing since the 90s i thought this was a new thing must have been must have been because i thought this was like a full-on 2020 thing and is a simp just like someone who's pure like simple like what is a simp i think it's like you know the way you would have used to have said like a guy was whipped Oh, I think okay. that's what a simp is. There you go. Interesting. Like, you would do anything for the person you fancy, basically. Yeah. And what was he saying, like, in context? He was just like, I'm such a simp. Yeah. Like, he was walking down. I think he had just met this girl. It was one of the early episodes, and this girl had just moved from New York to Dawson's Creek. Well, what's the town, town called? um cape something or other but anyway um he he had just met her and he was like i'm such a simp and i was like you're a what i had to rewind and be like did he just say that i think we'll maybe leave this as the last talking point because i don't want this to be too yeah. long for first episode i and feel like we've I, gone on i said to shan i was like so the first episode will just be like a really introductory episode we'll just talk about a few talking points and then we'll like lead on to the next one we're sitting here on my recording at 41 minutes what i know i was like oh we'll be around 20 minutes yeah no 41 but um basically i was on the really really good um um journalistic website called the daily mail <laughs> but they actually okay. their their headline was that basically nicola sturgeon has the power and they've done polls to have another like scottish independent vote referendum mm-hmm. so they basically think that she's gonna win it and i honestly think that that would just be incredible because i don't know about you but i just look at scotland so highly like nicola sturgeon yeah. just gets stuff done that needs done yeah she's the uk's like Jacinda. Oh my goodness, Jacinda is such a queen. I love that woman. Yeah. That's like, who you'll be the next. You'll be the next Jacinda. I'll be the next Jacinda, yeah. Oh gosh, you couldn't pay me <laughs> enough money to go into politics, I swear. You could yeah, not. Too much pressure. Too much pressure and I just couldn't deal with it. Like even in this country alone, with the leaders that we have, like they're just even so verbally attacked for how they look. Like I couldn't deal with that. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I couldn't deal with the comments. Like the amount of times you hear people talking about like how Arlene and Michelle look, and again, it's the women who get it. It's not the men. I but, know, um, and it's the same with um, Mr. Boris Johnson. Like, how many children does he have to how many different women? If yeah, that was and a nobody woman, cares. Can you imagine? Number one, if that was a woman, she wouldn't even be in politics. She would just be slandered every day of the week. But yeah, just like switch the genders there do you know what i mean and it's actually it would be a completely different story. what angers me even more is i don't know if you've seen that 
um, Instagram account. Is it called like Led by Donkeys or something? I haven't seen it. Oh my goodness. It's just basically like kind of like anti-government well not anti-government but like the, these artists but they like critique the government through art but like kind of like a Banksy okay. says thing. like they put yeah. up these billboards they put up billboards of tweets that politicians have said that maybe have been overlooked and it's like what like there was this tweet they put up on this big massive billboard in London it was basically Nigel Farage was like if Brexit goes the wrong way I'm moving to Spain and it was like sorry you literally were like the yeah that's such Brexit. a contradiction I know you were the like, you were like the UKIP leader like sure it's like Boris Johnson's dad just got his um French passport um led by donkeys just projected this video and they put it on Twitter and stuff as well and it showed all the things Boris Johnson did not do like meetings he missed yeah like all these Cobra meetings that he missed and one of them but he was, didn't one of them was, I think I actually sent it to you, it angered me that much. One of them was that instead of going to a Cobra meeting, he didn't go and went some, way up to some castle or some like parliamentary building or some estate to finalise his divorce with his like ex-wife so that he could then announce the pregnancy with his fiance. Oh. Have you ever? Like they just so full of like self-importance. <laughs> I know. I know. But I feel like we should end on a light note. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we don't want to end with Boris Johnson and the We don't want to us um, criticising the Tories, <laughs> <laughs> which we so love to do, Sean. Yeah, never. Um, I'm trying to think of some positive news. I don't know. Um, oh, there's plenty, isn't there? I don't um, know, I feel like I want to just give a nice wee positive. Oh, do you know what we should have done? We should have looked for like a wee quote or something to end the day on. Here, as cringy as it is, right, so I love a good quote. I know that, like, there's the whole, like, idea around quotes being really cliche and, um, like, sort of just simple and not really much depth to them. But if you really think into what you're actually saying, it is actually, like, very uplifting. <laughs> and I think if anybody doesn't really follow Shan on anything... Um, they should go over to her TikTok because she has like wee videos of quotes and they're so cute. Like yes. they're so inspirational. <laughs> My wee Elizabeth, um, Liz Gilbert quotes. I can actually grab a book. Yeah. I'll go and grab one. Yeah. My, my books and I'll end on a light note. Okay, so I've got it here. This is one I, I put on TikTok. Long ago, when I was in my insecure twenties, I met a clever, independent, creative and powerful woman in her mid-seventies who offered me a superb piece of life wisdom. She said, we all spend our twenties and thirties trying so hard to be perfect because we're so worried what people will think of us. Then we get into our forties and fifties and we finally start to be free because we decide that we don't give a damn what anyone thinks of us. But you won't be completely free until you reach your sixties and seventies when you finally realize this liberating truth. Nobody was ever thinking about you anyhow. And while that may sound like nobody's thinking about me, it's like if you have a slip up or if you say something stupid, you always like once you've left, it'll play in your mind for ages. Like you're like, why did I say that? They're going to think I'm insane. But the thing is, if you flip it the other way around and you think if they had said that, would I even still be thinking about that? Like I probably would have completely forgot by this point. I think that's such a great note to end the podcast on because... 
this is really this podcast is really about two girls just chatting about things in their 20s and like trying to figure out life literally trying to figure life out along the way and not knowing what way is up in the midst of a global pandemic so really just to finish off this has been neve and shan you can follow us on instagram i'm at neve's life shan what's your i'm at shan alwyn katrina and we will see you for our next episode next week thank you yes see you next week hope you enjoyed thank you (laughs) bye bye bye